Dear Tony, do you like flutes? More flutes. More flutes. Even more flutes. for Tony. All right. Mm-hmm. It's Wilson. It's Dear Tony, the most timely podcast. There's no way. If, so, if I keep doing this, there's no way that someone is checking it out for a timely recap of things. I don't even... I'm, t- I'm I'll be traveling soon. And I don't... I'm not sure how I'm going to even... I might attempt to record on the beach, just general thoughts, if I manage to watch any AEW while I'm traveling. That's a problem for another day. Uh, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm excited to do the Rampage recording. Is it bad because that I'm excited because I'm, I won't be talking about Rampage much. Definitely not looking forward to the show after seeing what's what's coming. Uh, anyways. Uh, mm. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. It's hot. It's hot today. It was hot yesterday. Is it hot wherever you are? Comment below. Review. Subscribe. Um... Let's just get into this dynamite. Dynamite one ninety nine. Now, Albert. Oh God, not good at speaking. Dynamite one ninety nine in Albany, New York. MVP Arena. They start off with a card rundown. I have, I do have thoughts. It's going to be one of those. Have I established a pattern where I'm struggling to remember my thoughts and, and struggling to remember my notes? I have thoughts on a lot, I think. We'll see as I talk about it. Hmm. So we've got Orange Cassidy versus AR Fox. And uh, they even uh, they, they do a, uh, a little video package <laughs> for... Uh, to explain why AR Fox and Darby and their relationship and how this match came about. Uh, this is the first also, I think this happened a few times in the show where Excalibur's like, let's go to the ring or let's go to the, and oh, nope, we're doing something else. Cool. Um, Orange Cassidy hit Claudio. They bring that up, that the BCC is not a fan of Orange Cassidy from the Ring of Honor uh, pay-per-view. He's, they say that Orange Cassidy's at 27 defenses now. And it was a match. And it was fine. And at the end, AR Fox breaks Orange Cassidy's glasses. Uh, you know, he gives the person the glasses, the sunglasses, and he poses with them. And 
AR Fox wasn't having any punches, OC. <coughs> I am so sorry. I haven't eaten today. Um, when is it? I don't know. I gotta start doing like I gotta, you know, I, I sometimes I think about doing this late night, doing some uh, late night recordings. I'm so sleepy though, so sleepy. This is great. I'm really glad I'm finding time to do this. Uh, da, 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 da. He punches. So Darby comes out, and they hang on this a lot. You know, sometimes I'm always like, man, I really wish that they wouldn't rush through stuff and, and AEW. And at, then I had the opposite reaction to this. I guess they can't make they can't make anybody happy. And then I said, okay, I've heard Darby say, it's embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing me. A few times was fine. And uh, while all this is going on, Moxley runs into the ring and just destroys Orange Cassidy. And <laughs> uh, we get a Blood and Guts recap. Uh, and then we get Jericho and Callus. And uh, Callus is excited about this future partnership possibility. And he says, why don't you team up with Takeshita, Jericho and Takeshita, next week on Dynamite 200 against Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. I'm really hoping that this isn't heading towards... I don't know what it's... I don't know what it's heading towards. Uh, I hope it's not heading towards a good guy version of Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society versus, like, a Don Callis, like... Like... I read, I think, I think it was Sean Rossaps that a match being talked about for All In is Jericho versus Will Ospreay. No, thank you. Pass. <laughs> More about my thoughts on All In in the build later. Stay tuned. Uh, Don gives Jericho a painting. We can stop this too. And it's just like his Kenny Oil paintings and it's it looked to me almost looked like AI art, so which also no thank you, but it had Banders Brown. He's very large in the picture. I guess that's funny, I guess. And Jericho and Don and they're I think and they're posing. Was, okay. Uh they do this little little artsy bit where Hook has the FTW title. And he's sitting there, and then a train goes by, and it disappears, and then another train, and then the train goes by again. And now Hook's gone. Okay, <laughs> don't, don't know what. Cool. Uh, Claudio warns. Oh, so then they go backstage, and uh, um, I, I do. I hear myself. Um, Claudio's backstage, and Vince McMahon was right. <laughs> I don't know who, whoever was right about Claudio, they were right. I'm sorry. Claudio, great wrestler, incredibly wooden. No charisma. No. He's uh, telling us, he's warning the kids uh, not to uh, mess with fire. I think that's, he says fire. Uh, and then Moxley says, maybe Wheeler, somebody says, don't mess with the BCC. And then Moxley comes in and he says, don't mess with explosives. All the warnings are out there. 
And now uh, then Jack Perry comes out and uh, he's got an I beat hook t-shirt and uh, he's got orange shorts. Taz isn't really selling that he's upset. He's more like chuckling. And uh, he's and uh, Jack Perry cuts kind of a basic heel promo. Uh, it's fine. And he's kind of running down ECW and the vets. And he says, you know, he threatens Taz. And he basically says that he could be. I think, uh, I assume where they're going is that he is going to be possibly an ECW like legend killer type. You know, he's because uh, Jerry Lynn comes out. And Jerry Lynn, the kind of dance around possibly maybe we'll see Jerry Lynn versus Jack Perry. But I'm going to guess that maybe uh, I'm speculating here that uh, uh, Jerry Lynn is going to have like a second or something. He's going to bring out somebody that's fairly active that was an ECW original. And... Maybe at Wembley. I think it was Gus. It was Gus like, man, you kept saying, man, come out of Wembley and pay the pay the license. That'd be cool, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I'm fine with this for Jungle Boy, I guess. Until a, a hook rematch. Uh, sure. Uh, Brits backstage. She does a promo. She calls TBS uh, that Brit show. Which... Then I'm thinking Jade used to call it that bitch show. Which are they Jade coming back? Were you gonna do a Brit Jade program? I don't know. Or it was just coincidence. Pac versus gravity. It takes a minute for Pac to come out. And I'm going, where's Pac? And Taz even says at one point, he's somewhere, and then he comes out. Uh and uh then gravity comes out, and uh, he's doing his slow mo walk. No, thank you. Pass. <laughs> I'm maybe I'm just maybe I'm realizing I'm not a lucha guy. I'm not a Dave's a lucha guy. Dave Meltzer always has a theory that if you show anybody a lucha libre, particularly a woman, a lucha libre match, uh, they'll be like, "This is awesome. Wrestling's awesome." Uh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, I, as they started, I went, oh, Pac is, uh, you know, he used to be the man that Gravity forgot. Uh, and I was like, I wonder if they'll reference that. Boy, do they. To uh, oh, <laughs> to just a corny degree. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Pac, I mean, this was the, I mean, what, if you want to talk about stories in a match, this was a story for this. Pac just kept saying, remember me. And pointing at himself, and then he was yelling, "Forget me not!" Uh, Lord, the BCC's watching, so I guess they, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, are they moving towards? This is a lot of speculation. I guess we're heading into all in and all out. Are they moving towards like uh, Moxley, Claudio, and Yuta versus like Orange Cassidy, Pac, and Kingston, something like that? I don't know. Can't say I'm excited about that, nor would I be excited if you know, even if it was like Moxley, Orange Cassidy, and singles and like a, some kind of you know Texas death man or something weird. I don't know. Uh, 
Pac wins with the Brutalizer. Excalibur has another, like, let's cut to the back. Oh, wait, what are we doing? And it's MJF. They go, uh, they say, you know, last Wednesday, MJF and Cole had this to say. And MJF calls out Dax, which I had a good chuckle about. And I was like, oh, this, oh, <laughs> Dax loves <laughs> You know, he does. He says attacks, cuts the same promo every time. He's not wrong. Cole says he's MJF's friend. And then Roddy comes out. Cole tells him that he loves Roddy. And then I laughed. I almost spit out my drink. Roddy grabs Adam Cole's arm. And Adam Cole grabs his wrist and goes, Hey, boundaries! Which is... Again, I'm like, God, Adam Cole's presented as such a dork. And like, that sounded like something I, we, we taught our daughter to say, if somebody you don't like touches you, you got to say, you know, boundary or like, you know, my body, <laughs> you know, don't touch me. Uh, Dax and Cash, they cut to them, they immediately go to their promo. Uh, Cash says he hates MGF, but he likes Cole. So then we get Dax, <laughs> and Dax is doing the rare promo of, I did, I was there when they taped the promo, and I know what they said, but I'm going to simultaneously address what they said, but act like I don't know what they said. So he's saying things like, you better not have talked about my family. <laughs> you better not have, you know, made fun of my accents. I guess these are all things. Yes. <sighs> Dax. <laughs> I really, I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday. I really hope that they lose. I don't know. I guess, I, I guess I'm mean. Uh, disgruntled Dax is a, my favorite Dax. And he'll always find a reason to be disgruntled. We get Darby versus Swerve. And at this point I went, oh, okay. So AR Fox is going to come out. And sure enough, that's what happened. There was a, a crazy like avalanche FU from the top onto the like Darby onto the ring apron. That wasn't that was wild. Uh so AR Fox comes out, he helps. He he comes out and uh he uh helps swerve beat Darby. So again, speculation, I'm guessing it'll be Nick Wayne and Darby. And Sting, perhaps, versus Swerve. So, like, maybe first it's, like, Darby and Nick Wayne versus Swerve and AR Fox. Another lot. Nick Wayne takes a loss. And then it's Sting, Darby, Nick Wayne, and all in with, uh, you know, Brian Cage, Swerve, and AR Fox. Uh, So AR Fox is joining the Mogul Embassy. Yeah, they did this, uh, by the way, Nick Wayne was doing this, like, windmilling. It just looked horrible. When he was trying to help Darby, he slid slides and starts, like, windmilling and, and Swerve. It, was, it, looked, it looked bad. Um, but uh, they do this shot in AW, and it, I think it's because it, it happened with Britt, where she found the, the camera in the corner, and she was bleeding, and she was smiling. And I think because of that, you know, I'm always talking about AW missing shots. 
there's one shot they never miss. And I think the wrestlers are all very aware of it. They will always cut. If you look at the camera after the pin in the corner, the corner camera, if you look at that and you smile or you grimace or you whatever, they, they will they will cut to that. It's all it's it's almost it's almost a go-to ending shot for every match is corner shot zooming in on the face. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of over it <coughs> again. Oh boy. Sorry about that. Professional broadcaster. Okay. So the Jericho appreciation society is outside of Jericho's locker room. They do the, I thought for a minute, I was like, Oh, I think they've moved past even explaining why a camera would be anywhere. You know, the dreaded invisible camera, but no, they kind of follow him in and they were there with Renee Paquette. Now they're following him in and it's just tough. It's just, uh, like, do we need two NXT storylines or at least that level of like acting? Uh, Tay Mello is saying, you know, we, you know, appreciate uh, Dana Jay. They're both upset with Jericho. Even though they're never, they're never around. Uh, they do because, like, Hager gave him the hat, and then some out cool hand and It's gonna give him his comb. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what. We get a Billy Gunn collision recap. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, and then we get Britt versus Taya Valkyrie, Britt Baker, Taya Valkyrie, first time ever. And uh, if you, th- I saw that Taya Valkyrie was upset on Twitter, which, first of all, everyone uh, needs to just log off. Twitter. That's that's first thing. Second thing, she was like, uh, it was along the lines of, I woke up and everyone's calling me ugly and this and that and uh, and 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 slow and and bad. And I thought, well, that's kind of disingenuous to clump in people being mean with people giving an accurate assessment of the match. Uh, so let's just get this before I critique this as very bad. Taya Valkyrie, beautiful woman, boom. Now, was this match clunky and slow, moving at half speed, plodding, a lot of flubs? (laughs) Yes. And uh, don't want it (laughs) on the old wrestling TV. Uh, Is there anybody else in the division? Can we find anybody else in the division? That can, it's thin right now, and uh, they they need to. uh, It's uh, and they cut to this crowd, and look, I don't, I don't imagine they did this on purpose. (laughs) I would hate for them to be doing a storyline that's like we know we stink. (laughs) Uh, they cut to the crowd. 
and I've stated in prior episodes, not big on cutting to the crowd at all. Don't care what signs are out there. Don't care what people are looking like, if they're surprised or shocked or happy or sad. Don't care. Just need them for the audio. Uh, Don't need a visual. Quite frankly, you know, we've all seen wrestling fans. We are wrestling fans. Do we need to look at some of these people? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, they cut to the crowd after the women's match, and right there, smack dab in the middle, is somebody holding up a sign that says, book the women's division better. And I'm like, this is why you don't do it. Come on. What are they? Come on. You see it. You see it, and you're like, cut to that. Cut to the crowd. There's no way that that person hadn't already been holding up that sign. And, or they managed to hold it up. It was already being held up. They didn't like, oh, I'm, there. I'm on camera. I held it up. Come on. What are we doing here? Come on. You cut to the... Oh. Lord almighty. They can't, you know... I'm not going to go see a punk and say they're stepping on their own dick, but... <laughs> Lord almighty. But yes, Ty Valkyrie. Let's establish this. Uh, lovely woman. Not great. Not great. Especially... Just don't just go to NXT, maybe. I mean, I guess she was half There's another corner camera shot, by the way, I think. Uh, next. Get a rampage promo, and boy. The uh, freaks that uh, want everybody featured. Like, why isn't this person getting camera time? Why isn't this? Boy, with the amount of video package we, that we get now, I should say this too. Dear Tony, I feel like other people are saying, Dear Tony, and you're listening to them. You shouldn't be listening to them. You should be listening to me because they're saying, I need video packages for every. Dear Tony, stop. Uh, listening and adhering to every delusional critique, like just some, a lot of times bad faith critiques. Stop taking Dave Meltzer's text. <laughs> just, just do the show. Don't worry about if somebody doesn't know who somebody is or if they remember. I don't even. There's so many videos I never even remember. <laughs> so. They, just, they, feed, they show everybody that's going to be on Rampage. And they all get like a little bit to do a little promo. And uh, they're promoting that there's going to be a tag team battle royal. Okay, here we go. And it's probably going to be the Hardys. Looking at the field, it's probably going to be the Hardys. Am I excited for Hardys versus FTR? No. Uh, am I excited for Hardys versus MGF Adam Cole? Not really. Uh Am I excited for it to, if it was MJF and I'm cold, like more goofy skits? No. Uh, do I think FTR and Hardy Boys will be a classic? No. Are they probably going to do like a ladder match or a TLC match at Wembley? FTR versus the Hardys? Uh, should they? No, I'm over that too. Because as they also say later, collision, Buddy Murphy, ladder match. With Andrade, like, oh, okay. Yeehaw. So, yeah, to the uh, freaks out there um, who want everybody featured, I hope you're happy. I hope you're <laughs> just uh, 
brimming with joy that you've got a little promo from everybody. Yeah. <sighs> so best friends versus Lucha Brothers versus Mox and Claudio. That's the main event. Uh, at one point, I did think to myself, who's the legal man? And hey, it played into the finish because Trent was confused too. He was pinning the wrong. And I thought, hey, look, they got, I thought, oh my God, they're going to give Trent a win. Yay. No, they did not. Uh, so they, uh, this is a real flat ending. Uh, it was. They, uh, Trent gets pinned, I believe. Or no, who was, is it Penta? Who got pinned? I can't even remember. Uh, but Mox, oh, Pent, Pentagon, Pentagon wins. He pins Chuck or Trent or somebody. No, they, they pin Trent. Oh, poor Trent. But it all kind of leads to like a brawl and Orange Cassidy comes out. And then we find out it's going to be Mox versus Trent versus Penta and an anything goes match. Which, how is that different than like, uh, I guess it, it'd be, they have to do the lights out match after, at the end of the show, so... They're just gonna they're not gonna do that, so it's called an anything goes man, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> all in. What do I think about all in? Well, I think that it's the biggest show in the company's history. I feel like they're not talking about it a lot. I know there's the little image on the screen. I know they I mean they brought it up. I feel feel i'm sure it'll kick up i i think what people i see some frustration online which you try not to pay attention to because it's usually everyone's concerned i'm not concerned about it i'm not concerned about wrestling <laughs> uh I, I, and when you push people they're like i'm concerned about like and then in the day dave Meltzer will be like i don't know it doesn't matter none of it really matters uh I'm concerned. I'm not. I just said after saying I'm, con I'm concerned. <laughs> I just, in, yes, knee jerk. I'd probably say if somebody was like, you th should they be talking about it more? Maybe. I mean, the tickets are sold. I don't know. I feel oh. I'm not seeing from what's being built right now. I'm not seeing any huge matches where I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a huge match. This needs to be, like Dave Meltzer has said it, this needs to be a huge, memorable show. Don't roll out, a, like, a, you know, a, a standard play. Look, the AW pay-per-views are good, but this, I feel, if people want this to be like a WrestleMania-level card, which I guess now I'm thinking about WrestleMania cards. They're usually just like a grab bag of matches. I think people when they're saying WrestleMania car are saying like WrestleMania three, <laughs> like they're thinking huge or they're thinking about SummerSlam at Wembley. Like they're thinking, which those things, those matches like are like now looking back, you know, uh, perhaps we'll look back and be like, Oh yeah, that was, it'll grow as you look back. It'll grow in esteem right now. If you were to tell me it's Jericho versus Takeshita or Jericho versus Will Ospreay, but like pass. Hardy Boys versus FTR, pass. 
Adam Cole versus MJF for the world title pass. Uh, I'm trying to think of a match. I want to look. I don't want to do that either. It's like I, I want to see these matches, and I'm going to be very mad if I don't get them. I don't care. Would I like to see Omega versus Osprey at Wembley? Yes, that's a match. Like that's a match. Put that match in there, dear Tony. I don't know why I'm turning that guy. Um, let me read a text. Let me send exciting radio. Radio. Uh, send a text here to some guys. Okay. Bad boy. Okay. Fun stuff. Uh, and it's not getting edited out. Yeah, because that's because people come to listen to Dear Tony, not to hear my thoughts on AW, which are sparse and uh, light and uh, generic, generic, general. I don't know. I can't be that worked up about it. I really can't. Am I a casual? Am I a casual fan? Because I'm going to buy all in and all out. I think also that's true. People are like, we know a match for all out, but we don't know anything about all in. Who's that guy? Uh, it's a, it doesn't matter. It'll all be fine. Look, Tony and that media call. Tony Khan was. I think it's all going to blow off with Dynamite 200. He was really stressing that that dynamite 200 and then it'll all lead into just big big shows so gonna take him at his word okay gonna take tony but if he is yanking my crank boy i'm gonna hop on here and record about it should we talk about ratings you guys (laughs) should we talk about collision ratings Uh, uh, collision did good uh low demo uh but uh high for uh you know that time slot and uh let's check out the quarter hours for collision the low quarter hour was andrade being confused backstage and then the action andretti and darius martin versus bullet club gold like i was talking about what are we doing (laughs) with bullet club gold Putting them again. Oh, dear Tony, what are you doing to Jay White? Come on. What's his match at all in? Come on. God dang. And uh, hey, tip the cap to CM Punk because the main event that they established in the beginning, people came back around and watched that. So it kind of crawled back up to about where it was when it started. Good stuff. Uh, and then Dynamite. What were the ratings for this? It did normal. It was down a little bit from the week before. Naturally, that one was a little high. Um, 
quarter ounce. So let's look at that. Who's doing good? Who's doing bad? Hmm. High. Wow, higher than the beginning. It's usually, you know, starts off high and then people kind of slowly turn out. Turn out? Tune out. And the high, though, was Claudio and Wheeler promo. Interesting. The Jack Perry, Jerry Lynn segment. And the Britt Baker promo and Pac versus Gravity. Is Jack Perry a draw? Hmm. I don't know. Were people confused? Because it wasn't the Pac versus uh, Gravity match because that dropped to be not the lowest, but it dropped. Hmm. And it came back up for Swerve and Darby. Darby's a ratings mover. And then it slowly went down. Or nobody was interested. Huh. And that Darby match, too, you know, did well. Was getting cracking in that 985. <sighs> wow. What a thrilling episode. Not really. Look. Not all of these are going to be great. Listen to the Workers Club podcast where uh, Larry, myself, at some point, Gus, Gus, better show up one of these days. We miss you. I have a lot of fun with Larry doing that. I probably talk too much, but hey. Uh, that's on Larry. Larry, jump in. This is you, if you're listening to this, Larry, jump in. I'll read the whole goddamn book, and probably you're probably thinking he's gonna read this whole goddamn book. Uh, but man, we're, we're reading uh, this book. That is what a what a goofball uh, Larry Nelson was. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> Larry Nelson, rest in power. What a goofball. Uh, any other lingering thoughts? Just drawing this out. Why not? Oh, it was hot. Anybody else got water restrictions going on in their neck of the wood? Zzz, woods. No? Anything else bothering you? If anything's bothering you, that's not this podcast or me. Email me at uh, deartonypod at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm uh, still working on, <laughs> look, a lot of stuff going on in the old uh, Wilson household. So still working on the wife uh, to do the match watch. Uh, still working on the advice thing. At this point, I've kind of like lost interest in the advice thing because I was like working on editing it. I might just put it at, I also, once I did one, I was like, I can do this better, I think. But that means re-recording a bunch and doing all the editing again. We'll see. I'll, maybe I'll just release what I've got and then just ask for notes later. Uh, how are you guys? Uh, boy, if you came here for the us, this one's for you. I'm, I am. I'm going to let this just just 
fizzle out, just kind of like dynamite, just fizzling out, just kind of a, oh, okay, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye.